Hey, I'm a medium, and this podcast is for those who wish to understand the wonderful world of spirit. Where do we go when we die? I'll share stories of mine as a medium and other mediums in our journeys, plus you will hear real-life client readings so that you can know without any doubt that your loved ones and spirit are around you all the time. I'm Jen, and this is the Singing Medium Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Singing Medium Podcast. I have an amazing guest on here today, I think, I think, if I do this according to my plan, I think this is the first medium I have on here, a fellow medium who's going to come on here and talk to you guys. I'm excited to introduce her to you. She is Lorena. So you have to look at the notes, because that's not your name. (laughs) (laughs) This is Lorena Webb, Butterfly Journey Medium. And everyone who follows me knows who Lorena is, because I like to put her out there and share her all the time. Because she has great gifts and it's just uh, the beginning and she's going to explode really soon. So I thought it's a good time to be on the Singing Medium podcast, get you out there. So I'm so happy that you're here and you look beautiful. And I love your energy and people who are going to get to know you very soon if they don't know you already are also going to love your energy and your style. And welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This is pretty exciting. My very first podcast. I was just going to say, I'm psychic. I was going to say, this is your first podcast. (laughs) My first. (laughs) Yay. You're a newbie. I love newbies on the podcast. This is great. Yeah. So we're just basically, you know, you know me. So, you know, it's just going to be like, let's get Lorraine out here. Let's learn what you're all about. Let's learn your mediumship style. And uh, I had a really cool idea earlier that I ran by you already. Then you're going to do us a little mini reading for me. And the purpose of that is so everyone can see how you work. Because I think one of the biggest things that we need to know, obviously, about mediums is how they work. Like, how do you work, right? Because we all work differently. So obviously, I sing. You know, I'm clairaudient and I sing. And you have a different style. You're very grounded. You're very calm and collected. You like collect your thoughts before you say thing. And I'm the total opposite where I just like vomit all over everyone because spirit talks really fast through me. And you're the opposite, which I love. So it's like yin and the yang. So why don't you introduce yourself however you would like to. And it doesn't have to be this is what I do. It can be whatever you want to tell everyone. And then we'll dive in from there. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm Lorena Webb with The Butterfly Journey. I um the reason why Jen stumbled on that is because I've gone by Lorraine um, since I was really, really young child. Um, and some might say I was hiding behind that name. I don't know. But um, and I did probably come out as a psychic medium oh, about three years ago. And I did come out as Lorraine. And um, actually, Jen said to me in a reading once that um, that's not your name. I can't call you that. That's not your name. And I'm like, you're right. (laughs) So um, I'm Lorena. Um, Many reasons why I hid behind Lorraine. Anyways, I'm a psychic medium. Um, Like I said, sort of came out of the closet about three years ago. Um, A real interesting story on how that happened. Um, And actually, I just... I'd never even called myself a psychic until what this, this past year, Mm -hmm. this year, when I took Jen's um, mediumship, her first mediumship. 
Um, the thing about me is I, I know I'm <clears throat> a medium. I was born a medium, but I kept having to reassure myself and validate it. And I was always looking for courses and then, okay, what's the next course I can take? And what's the next course I can take um, to really validate to myself? Cause it's like, how can I just talk to dead people? Like, how can this be? So in that course with Jen, the very last class, she said, let's do something different. And we, we did um, psychic and it's like, holy shit, that's, that's who I am. I'm a psychic. Okay. So that was pretty exciting and mind blowing for me. Um, and now I can use the word freely. <clears throat> you even have a mug, don't you? That says I, do. I love it. I saw that picture. I do. <laughs> yeah. Just got that recently. And, and still it's like, can I use this? I don't know. I kept staring at it every day and it's like, I want to swear, but geez, I got to own this. <laughs> I can put the little blog at the bottom says explicit yeah. content if you want, but I love how you're like a mug defines who I am. You know what I mean? Like I can't use this mug because I, it says, I can go on it, but totally, of course you can, of course you can. Yeah. And I, I totally, I, I'm in such a great place where I can finally really, really own who I am. Mm -hmm. And um, I think you'll see over time, my audience will see, um, more of, of me. Yeah. Cause, cause spirit's really, really pushing me to get out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We need more mediums. And someone said to me a couple weeks ago, do you think there's more mediums now because there's more people who are dying? I was like, Hmm, mm -hmm. I wonder, but you know, I'm all about the mediums coming out of the closet as I'm in a closet right now, but you know what? I'm all about in the early days, I used to push people, all my students would come to me and I'm like, you got to get out there. You got to tell people you're a medium. Like, it's not going to be as horrible. It's like we have this story in our head of like, oh my gosh, if we tell something, something we can, other people consider weird or odd about us, they're not going to accept us and love us anymore, but they knew you and loved you before. So what, why wouldn't they still love you and accept you now? Because of something that you do, that's going to help people. They might understand, no one has to understand it. Right. You don't have to understand it, but you have That's to the problem. I think I, I feel like I have to explain myself. Yeah. Or people look at you funny or look at you weird or have different expectations. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think the reason why maybe there's more right now is there. Everyone's just going through a huge awakening. Mm -hmm. Everyone's really discovering their abilities because i and you say this every time everybody anybody can be a psychic medium everybody is a psychic medium not everyone should <laughs> oh they can <laughs> oh no no and and i i that's another thing yes everyone's doing it now but are the right people doing it are they dabbling in something that they shouldn't are they working with the white light mm -hmm. yeah because there's a lot of darkness yeah, there's stuff people don't know about, like doing the paranormal stuff, like changed my whole perception of things because you think that those ghost hunter shows are fake. And yeah, it's a little bit dramatic, but like those things are real and you might not see them on the camera. You might not manifest like, but we had these tools where you could actually physically see the thing on the camera. And so you knew that you weren't making it up, right? So we had that that physical evidence of 
the energy side of things to be like, these things are real. And what gets me is that the young 20 year olds are like, I'm a medium and they make it trendy. And that's great because I know they're here to make mediumship and spirituality sort of ex more accepted. That's kind of what they're here to do on this planet. But they got it like you guys don't have, you have no clue what's out there. Like you could no. think you have your gr a grandma and it's really like something that's pretending to be a grandma. So it's not to scare people who are listening, who want to be mediums. It's not to say that you, you're not a good medium. It's just saying there's so much more to mediumship than at the surface level. I a hundred percent agree. And it's not like, and people see us, they, they see us jump on the camera and, and talk and stuff. They don't know the behind the scenes. They don't know behind what we do to prepare before a reading. Um, the protection we have to have or the energy draining, mm -hmm. you know, you could do one reading, you could do three reading, like three, four hours, absolutely drain by the end of the day. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so there's just a lot people don't understand about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's kind of hard for us to explain too, right? So we're kind of, you know, with the draining thing, I'd say that sort of spirit uses our bodies because our electromagnetic field uses us as sort of a battery or like an electric current. So they, they can manifest and actually communicate with us on this dimension, on this plane, which is kind of hard for them to do. And in turn, it's hard for us because we have to, we have to like work overtime and we have to like put everything we've got into like, what are you saying? Cause it's, I always tell my clients, like, it's not like they go, Hey, Jen, my name is Joe. And I worked on a farm and I did this, this, and this, and my purse, they don't do that. It's like, here's a song. Here's a vision. Here's a word. Here's a feeling. Here's a knowing. And you've got to like the whole time you're putting this all together. So yeah, I can see why I get drained as well, but I can also see where you're coming from where. Oh, it's so it's like, okay, great. I have a grandmother here. It's like, okay, what do you want to say? It's like, talk sometimes yeah, it's they're just, they're just <laughs> there and it's like okay this is great but you got to give me something and it's and especially if you're doing a live you can have like a dozen of them in the room with you and you're trying to figure out who's for who and what the messages are and yeah it's a lot of work yeah. I am um, and maybe I work differently than other mediums and I know when I started Mm -hmm. I asked my guides that um, all my, my readings be healing. That was the big thing for me. I wanted them to be healing. And I always said, I, the way I prepared for a reading was, what does that person need to hear today? What does Jen need to know today? Um, so my, my readings tend to be in the here and now. I haven't really figured out my timelines, but they're, they're pretty short because it's, it's the here and now, and there always has to be healing in that. In so you're, that. Talking about, you're talking about psychic reading now. Yes. Um, both, I think. Okay. Um, Cause you know, mediumship, if you're connecting with a loved one, it, it's usually something you really need to hear from them. Um, so I, I find them both very healing. Yeah, I did notice that when I was watching a couple of your lives on Instagram, that you do like a lot of it's focused on the message. Yeah, so for me, like, it just, you know, for comparison sakes, other mediums is mine is more evidential based, like right. not saying you, know, you, you give a lot of evidence. I'm just saying it, it, there is different styles. And that's the awesome thing about mediums is that you have like an abundance of mediums to choose from. 
right? And they all have different styles and they're all going to be different. And I think that's really great that we have that, you know, you guys have that choice to go to who you feel you're drawn to, who you feel is a good match. And then go and like try out other mediums too, because you're going to get different things because spirit uses us differently in different ways. So, right. Hmm. Yeah. We're all very, I'm, I mean, I, I went to psychics and mediums for years and years um, when I didn't, I guess, believe that I was one, but even as a psychic or a medium, you still need to go to a psychic or a medium to get a reading because mm. um, you can't read yourself really. I mean, you do, but you don't like, cause our guides tell us all kinds of shit, <laughs> whether we listen or not, or you need validation. Um, but where was I going with that? They were so, <laughs> they were all so different. Also different. I think it's good though. Yes. Yeah. And I am noticing a change in the energy in the beginning. When I first started being a medium, there was a lot of competition. Like in my experience, there was a lot of like nastiness out there. I called it like a high school for mediums. It was ridiculous. It was like clicks and that medium was like slandering another medium. And it just feels a lot better now. It feels like there's none of that going on. At least not that I know of behind my back anyways. And I'm sure you have not experienced that. In the last episode, I talk about getting some hate mail which I'm sure you haven't had the pleasure of receiving hate mail from your fans. So that's good. <laughs> no, not that. I hope I never do. No, me either. That's not a fun, that was in my early days before I knew about appreciation and there's no competition and you know, all that good stuff, but things can happen. Do you have, do you have a story where like maybe, cause I also have an episode coming out called readings gone wrong. It's probably the one just before you come out and your episode. But have you ever had a reading that went really, really like totally disarray, total craziness, total like, because I've got some stories. We'll talk about the good ones too, but do you have one that sticks out in your mind at all? Or are they all just no. fabulous? They're fabulous. I, I have <laughs> not had right. <laughs> a wrong yet. Good. How, uh, long have, how long have you been professionally reading for people? Three years. Okay. Three years, but in that three years, I was really... Maybe it was four, yeah, about three, three, four years. But so much has happened in that that time frame. And it was always like I felt like I was being told to take a break. Um, you know, you can't read right now. Like, uh, you know, I, I came out when I, after I found out my husband was um, sick with cancer. Mm -hmm. And that's how I came out. And then so I spent a year taking care of him and then get back on the train and things are going well. And then, Oh, I forget what happened in between there. And then, and then my dad got um, ill. So mm -hmm. I had to take time off and I, I cared for him for six weeks until he passed. And then, you know, I had to give myself that grieving time. So there was always blips right. in, um, in my work but um I, I feel like i'm going strong now awesome praying that there's no more right <laughs> so sometimes when someone passes it is a catalyst for change or growth or transformation and so did the did the passing of your father have anything to do with your transformation as a medium or in any other regards i i feel that it is he was really um supportive and 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 a big believer and i don't i kick myself for why did i wait so long mm -hmm. um so 
yeah, I feel like I can call on him now if I feel like I really need that strength and, and, or if I'm nervous about a reading or I, I just feel his presence in my work um, in a really positive way. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I'm sure he's, he's a big cheerleader and, and helping me on. Oh, for sure. Yeah. A lot of people, clients, especially who are listening, don't really know this is that when someone dies and you don't have to be a medium, but they become one of your helpers. Yeah. They come, sometimes they come become a guide. You know, I have a student in one of the classes. She's like, I can't find my guides. I can't find my guides. Jen, I did everything. I did a meditation. I did all these things. I stood on my head upside down. I, I can't find my guides. And then she proceeded to tell a story about how she was in her basement staging something. And she's like, I felt five of my loved ones, my dad, my mom, my brothers, my uncle was around me and they're all yelling at me about something. I'm like, what if your family is your guide? <laughs> she's like, oh my God. Like you didn't, you don't even think of it because you have this expectation right. that a, a spirit guide or a loved one should look a certain way or it should happen a certain way. And with the spirit world, that's why I love the spirit world so much is because it's so full of things that you don't expect. You know what I mean? Like there's so many things that like you you learn and you and you become more like that. So it just, anyways, I love, I love everything about mediumship. So, and I'm so glad that you're, you're a medium too. And everyone else listening who wants to become a medium, I highly recommend you pursuing this with do care. Do you find that your guides change? Do you get? Yeah. So I used to have, so the first time I ever knew who my guides were, I had a painting done, like a really beautiful artist did this painting. She went in meditation and she goes, come back in six hours and I'll have a painting for you. What your guides look like. I'm like, well, that is a cool service. So we went, came back and it was like, it was a man, a woman with blonde hair. And then there was a young child, which makes sense because at the time I was a kindergarten teacher and I'm very drawn to kids. And uh, then there was a crow. And I was like, this like felt so amazing to me. And then after a couple of years, I did some more trainings and stuff like that. And I had one mentor who I didn't love the most, but she's like, your guides are ridiculous. She goes, there's, there's no reason why you should have this and this happen to you when you're doing mediumship readings. It doesn't make any sense. You should fire them. And I remember them, I'm like, okay, fine, you guys are fired. And then they came back to me in meditation a couple months later and they were all upgraded. So they had like almost like Star Trek looking suits on. And I knew they had done the work and upgraded and stopped, stopped messing around because, you know, I had a lot of crazy things happen to me in my early mediumship days. I was like, okay, we need some hardcore help here. So, so yeah, they've changed and grown and new ones come in and out and that kind of stuff, which happens, you know, it happens. Yeah. You might not have the same guides all the time too, but as you change and grow, I feel like they also must do that. Do you think what do you feel? I about think that? so. Absolutely. Cause I've had a few new ones and, and as you, yeah, as you change, um, cause I'll have a new, I had a new one come in and I'm like, well, you know, and she's so fun and she's so lively and, yeah. and, um, so I, I understand why she, she came in and what she's trying to do. And, and it, and the timing was perfect. Yeah. Well, don't you have a guy that was really hardcore, like wouldn't let me in? I did a reading for you yeah. one time. He's like, no. Yeah. I'm like, but I need to read for Lorraine, so I need you to step aside. No, I will not. I was like, whoa, that was the first time I had a guy really like not let me in. Like solid, you're not coming in here. Who the hell are you? <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> I work so hard on my protection. Yeah, you, you, I can tell. So my guides are so, so protected protective. And that's because I was thinking of this before I came onto the podcast. Um, when I, before I became 
before I, I practiced being a medium psychic and wasn't really sure what was going on or my abilities. I knew I could always see spirit and communicate with spirit, but I could, I had a real hard time going in public because I just picked up everyone's energy. And, you know, if the lady in the lineup in front of me was sick, I'm feeling terribly ill. It got to the point where I wouldn't go out. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go, I couldn't go for supper. I couldn't go to a movie theater. I, I couldn't go to crowded places, but I didn't understand the energy. Mm-hmm. So once um, that was explained to me and I, and I worked with a mentor on that. Um, I just put my protections up so high. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the reason why they're so protective. That's good, though. I'm the opposite. Hey, you want to come in? You dirty yeah. scoundrel? Get in here. It's okay. We don't mind. Right? So I have the opposite problem. <laughs> you, are. you are. And that's why I feel that you get really, I was going to say really attacked, but that's not fair. Um, but you do get you do get psychically attacked. You do kind of attract not always the best energy. Um, <clears throat> and go and having said that, going back on what you were saying about you don't find that there's so much competition and jealousy, I have to disagree for you. Right. Because I think that's why you you get attacked. What that uh, there is? And it, it, a lot of it is not even intentional. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of envy. Makes sense. It's kind of like the shadow side. You know what I mean? I think that's why I get a lot of that kind of thing because of the shadow work maybe that I do or don't do. Right? Because I like I beat my trust me. I beat myself up all the time saying, doesn't matter what I do, there's still more coming at me. And if you're listening and you're a medium, I hope that you have very, very good uh, protection like Lorraine does and that you're not going through what I have gone through. Like I have stories to do a whole podcast episode on like all the stuff that happens <laughs> at the first beginning. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it's all good though. It's part of the learning. I, I like, I love all of it. I like, it's just part of the experience, you know, and, and to yeah. me, it's all love, even though it is dark and kind of, kind of sad sometimes and freaky, but I just think it's all part of the learning. So that's what I signed up for. It's part of the learning and part of the growth. And, mm-hmm. and I think all of that um, attack is kind of, you know, going to come back on them and, and, and they're going to learn from it as well. Because like I said, I don't think a lot of it or most of it, 90% of it is intentional. Yeah. I think right. people don't understand mm-hmm. um, their own powers and their own, what their thoughts can manifest into. Yeah, that could be another episode too. How do your thoughts affect your life? How does it affect other people? Or other people. Yeah. 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 So when you're sitting in line with that woman and now you're good now, did you ever have a Teresa Caputo moment where you had to, you could not leave the place unless you told someone that they had someone with them? Yes, but not in public. Like it seems every time I go to a function, um, you know, it could be like a, a family gathering, but with other, not necessarily my own family. Um, there's always, always that, that moment, like, okay, I'm trying to ignore you. I'm trying to ignore <laughs> your father standing behind you until I finally have to say sorry, but you know, um, you have a father that passed, blah, blah, blah. 
So yes, I'm that's curious. Happened. I'm curious. Why do you say sorry? Why do you say sorry? Your dad is your dad uh, is there. Because I feel like 99% of the people would be like, oh my God, that's awesome. And they do. They receive yeah. it really well. Yeah. Because I I have this rule about me uh, mm -hmm. with my guides that um, when I'm at work, I'm at work. So, you know, turn the light switch on or punch the card, whatever, however you want to do it. Um, these are my hours. I'm at work. And I did that because they were keeping me up all night. It was ridiculous. So I had to learn strong boundaries with my guides. So now when I run to the grocery store or wherever, I'm not Lorena the medium. I'm just Lorena. I'm going to buy milk or whatever. So when I go out for a social function, it's like I just want to go out and have a nice time with my husband or, or family, friends, whatever. Um, but then there's always those exceptions where that, you know, that message, that person really, really needs that message. And it's always that healing message. They never got that closure with their father, that pastor. It's probably, you know, mostly it, every time it's happened, it's been a sudden death okay. or something wasn't said. Yeah. So I, I let those exceptions in. Well, there's always exceptions to the rule. Yes. Especially with spirit, because spirit can be very persistent. How about you when you go out in public? Not anymore. Well, that's not true. So I was in the drive-thru one. I think I put it on my Instagram story about this woman who is the cashier at McDonald's. And I'm like, oh, my God, her dad is standing right behind her with his arm on her shoulder. Do I tell her? No. <laughs> I'm not telling the McDonald's lady that there's a man behind her. But more in my earlier days, I did. I think I stopped a couple people on the street. Um, I had someone at a gym that I was working out of, I had my office in a gym and the person at the counter that like the juice bar. And sometimes I forget, I would forget to be like, Hey, excuse me. Um, it's okay. If I tell you something, you know, I would just go, Bleh, there's like a dead person behind you and they start bawling their eyes out. And I'm like, Oh my God. So like, I think it's really, you have to be really responsible as well. Right. Responsible in your work too, and make sure how you present it and the way you present it and has to be very sensitive, right? Because there's some deaths out there that are, they're not just like grandma died of cancer and fell asleep in the bed. There's some, you know, people can pass from some really traumatic things. So you have to also be very mindful, not you, but people listening, you have to be more mindful, right. like, do you know what I mean? So yeah, but it's all part of learning. Honestly, I think this is like the, one of the biggest learning experiences I've ever had uh, of being a medium. Me too. Every, yeah. it, it's constantly changing. And as soon as you think you like, um, you have your, you know, psychic or medium dictionary, which, change um, <laughs> they change it. Whoops. Just kidding. Okay. Well, not well, anymore. <laughs> I don't get it. What does this mean now though? Why are you changing it? Yes. Why does this rose not mean what it means before? Now it means something else. Right. So I've been lucky. It hasn't changed in a while. I've been very lucky. Like the thing still mean the thing. I'll get new songs in and I got to feel what the song means, but like the rest of it is, I think the past two years I've had the same sort of dictionary. So do you want to explain to the audience who doesn't know what a dictionary means? Like a mediumship dictionary is so they understand. So it, it's, it could be symbols. It could be, um, for example, what sticks out to me because that's someone that just changed is a watch. Okay. So Usually, you know, a watch means a watch, you, but no, like, it's like, now it's like, for me, it's like time. Okay. 
it's when I see a watch, it's it's a symbol of time. Um, trying to think of another obvious kind of one, because a lot of times I don't get symbols. I get because I feel right. You're so if, if you know somebody passed of a heart attack, I have excruciating heart pain. Oh, yeah. Where um, are your guides then? <laughs> they've gotten a little better with that. Trying to think of another obvious one. Yeah, for me, it used to be a song. So if someone died and they left their car behind and their son or daughter had possession of that car, they would say, baby, you can drive my car. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, I'm going to be. But now it's just like, here's the car. That's I'm like, cool. oh, that's boring. <laughs> it used to be very entertaining when I would do fundraisers, like live events for for hundreds of people and and uh, have a microphone and stuff like that. But I guess I don't think the song is necessary anymore. So it's just saying, here's a car. Now they'll give me like the brand name of the car. Sorry, not a brand name. They'll give me the the type of car, the style of car, right? So spirit uses what you're good at. Spirit, spirit knows what you know, like the knowledge that you have in your human life. So spirit knows that I've you know, grown up with Chad in 25 years, 30 plus years of knowing Chad, who's a car guy. So driving around with Chad when we were like 20, there's a Mustang, there's a Corvette, there's a this, a this, and that's how I sort of built that knowledge back then in preparation for when I'm 47 and I'm doing, you know, talking to dead people and they're saying, oh, this knowledge is helpful now. So you never know, like in your no. life, you never know what you're learning and why you know this knowledge. Like, for instance, my dad would play like constant music in the house all the time. So the Beatles, you know, like 60s music on the radio. So that's why I know almost every lyric to every song from like the 60s to today, but I can't find my keys, you know, because spirit knows that's going to be helpful in mediumship, but you never know until you get there. Right. I love, I love that. So you you used to see a watch in your mind's eye. So I'm just trying to explain it to like right. the audience. So you used to have a vision in your mind's eye of a watch and it would be like, okay, this man had a watch and maybe someone has the watch. Right. But now you're saying it's changed. Spirit has changed your dictionary, your meanings of what you're seeing clairvoyantly. And now it means time. Right. Cool. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. And, and it, it's like, I'm trying to still decipher, okay, time, but is it like time went too fast or I went, I went too fast. Like it was too quick. Okay. Um, yeah. To keep us on our toes, eh? <laughs> they are always keeping us on our toes and it, it's, yeah, it's like having, I call it having my meeting. Um, a lot of people and are uh, mediums, they have their little, uh, and everybody out of everybody meditates every day and their routine. And for me, it's more like, I, I still call it my meditation, but it's also my meeting. Okay. Like it, it's, my mo it's my morning meeting or whenever, like mm -hmm. I could be, you know, it could be four o'clock in the afternoon and all of a sudden I'll be told I need to go meditate. And I know it's, I need to go have a meeting. Okay. With it's your like guide, just to yeah. clarify yeah staff meeting with my guides <laughs> oh that's great and uh, like usually it's just a bunch of downloads and um messages that i need to pass on to people or you oh, know be anything for my myself like mm -hmm. okay you need to have this special right you need to yeah they're pretty awesome yeah i like that that's how i live my life too that's how we get along so well I feel like we like live our life pretty much the same way, make our decisions the same way, and 
our guys would like go sit down we're like okay or other people would just be like no i'm too busy for that or i'm just gonna go and wash the dishes instead but you know when you're quiet that's when you get the ideas and the messages and the all the cool shit that's like you gotta yeah so speaking of cool shit and i and i did run this past you i want everyone to see how you work because you're an amazing medium and you have so much more coming that i would love people to hear how you work because they've heard me work and they know that i sing and funny and yada yada but you do it differently and so i would love to showcase that for our audience and and so we had prepared before I, I i warned her i said okay what do you think of this idea and she said it was cool so lorraine's gonna do a little mini reading for me now mm -hmm. to for transparency purposes i don't know have you read mediumship wise for me before in like in an official setting i think it's most psychic yes oh. It's always been psychic. Just so everyone knows, she has not read for me before. She has no idea who I have in spirit. No. And for transparency, I don't have a lot in spirit, but I have four or five people that always come through who are very, my main characters, as I like to call them. And I'm very blessed that I only have four or five in spirit, where I read for people before have like 20 people. It's just, I'd never want to go through that. So, no. yeah, if you're, if you're, if you're open to it, I would love for you to show the audience and I also then I get a little mania reading in here from one of my cool peeps. So if you want to do that, let's do that now. What do you say? Okay. Mediumship. So yeah. I always, I always go with, with uh psychic. For me. Psychic easier for me. Like I find psychic is so much easier. Like I can get that in two seconds. Mediumship. You have to prepare. Like you do. Um, but I do, I do feel, um, grandparents. I wanted to say grandmother at first, but, but, um, but your grandfather's like, I'm here too. Mm -hmm. So they're together like a set of grandparents. Yeah. Um, I'm hearing paternal, so I'm not sure if they're your father's side. Yes. Um, they're the cutest couple. They are. <laughs> um, they're, they're just so cute. They're so much, they're, they're, they're always together. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like they're very much like they were living. Yes. They're, they're still that way in spirit. Mm -hmm. um, they're really sweet. Like, I feel like grandma baked. Um, did they have a farmhouse? Because like I'm seeing this farmhouse kitchen, like this kitchen is the main hub of the house. Yes, 100%. There's so, so much love in that kitchen it, it's so like that typical everybody wants to have that typical grandma kitchen when they walk in you just feel like you're home yes describing um, it perfectly like even the big table the mm -hmm. fresh baked cookies coming out of the oven um did your grandfather farm Yes, before I, I would want to say before I knew him, like before I came to this earth, he had a farm and he always talks about the farm, but I don't know a lot about that, but he always identifies that as being the farmer. Because I just see a very routine life for them. Like he would come home at a certain, come home or come in at a certain time and dinner would always be, you know, it, it's tea and cookie time at this time and then dinner oh time God. she's always doting on him but she's like that with everyone yes um yes. did you have a lot of sleepovers 
Yeah. So in the summertime, we would go spend a lot of time there. But like I have two sets of grandparents who have passed and this is the stronger one. But I spent more time with them, which is why they come through more. Okay. Um, and then there was like game, game night or something. Like I, I, I see cards. <laughs> My parents need to listen to this right now. <laughs> yes, there was cards. I'll explain at the end. So I don't, but yeah, there's cards. It, it, it's, it's just so like, I just, I love this feeling that they're making me feel. Um, they're very much your protectors they're they're around you so much yeah. um and your kids and your kids they're 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 telling me don't forget about the kids um and somebody really reminds one of your kids really remind them of you probably my youngest I was just gonna say it. <laughs> Sorry, I made a cut in there. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, they love, they love her personality, her innocence. Um, but yet she's kind of like, um, I'm gonna say it like it is. Yes. So yeah, like me. <laughs> um, There's also somebody around Chad um, that's very much protecting because of his job. Okay. He have a grandfather. Yes. In spirit. Mm -hmm. He's very much around him, mm -hmm. but very, very protective. I can see that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like he hops in the truck with him. Yeah. So let me tell you a quick story about that. Like a couple of years ago, Chad went to work. He was a firefighter in Brampton and he had his boots. You put your boots beside the truck kind of thing. And uh, he went to go, they had a call. He went to go put his boots on. There was a, there was a dime in his boot. There was a dime on the step. And then like a feather, like randomly just like fell from the sky at the same time as going on this call. So yeah. So it's probably, his we never knew who it was. His grandfather. Yeah. Cause he shows me him climbing, climbing up in the truck with him. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Cause I mean, he has a very dangerous job. Yes. And so he, he's very, very much protective. Mm. And I, I don't know if there's situations where it's like, holy shit, how didn't yes. I get hurt? How did I survive this? Yeah. Um, that's your answer. Wow. Well, Chad's not home, but when he gets home, I would tell him for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like you say, I love to give messages. Your grandparents, your grandmother is telling me that you're too hard on yourself. Uh, yeah, that's true. So she wants you to stop being so hard on yourself um, and just let things go and let things come as they should is her message. I hear your grandma. I hear your grandma. Making mm -hmm. me cry, grandma. Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> thank yes. you so much that's so beautiful wow that's like that was very good and i loved watching you work that was awesome and i as a medium i hardly ever get readings and when i do get them i'm just like cherish them so much because they're so rare and like far right? between you know so i just like suck oh, it up especially from those grandparents so the cards is hilarious that's like 
one of the biggest pieces of evidence you could have given me, even though like if you're listening and you're a medium and you're practicing and you just go, well, what's the big deal about cards? That's everything to me. You might not understand it, but that's everything to me. So they, we would sleep over at their house and in th that big table you're talking about, they, have, they would sit up late and play poker. So my parents, then my uncles all sit around and play like poker, quote unquote poker with right. pennies. And they would throw pennies into the middle of the table. So as you're trying to fall asleep as a kid, you're hearing, uh, what would they say? They would tap the table and go, check, check. And then they throw a penny in the cards every night. Like, I don't think they ever missed a night of playing cards on this table. And it sounds like a grandma thing to do, but like that piece of evidence is like huge to me. Uh -huh. And, you know, you, you really get like the emotion. That's a big piece of being a medium is you want to evoke that emotion and yeah. the memory from someone your client that you're reading for because that's like you could have a shitty reading goal you're not getting a lot but if you say like one thing and evoke an emotion you nailed it like do you know what i mean it's just yeah. uh it's the beautiful gift that you have so thank you so much for that reading you're welcome and i i, I agree with um what you're saying especially now that my dad has passed it's like i appreciate myself and my gift so much more because you know, after every reading I do in mediumship, I think, wow, they're so lucky to get that message from their loved one. And, you know, when you get one, you just cherish it so much. Yes. Like it, like almost like, what's, how do I don't describe it? Like it poked a hole in my heart. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, oh I do. I know. And it's like, you know, my grandparents, I know they're around and I, and I know that they're like the most strongest ones that would come like if students read from you or whatever is practicing, they come through. But just to hear that just people who are listening, knowing that they're okay is, is huge, yeah. you know, knowing they're okay. But I have that advantage where I know they're okay and I know they help me and I know they're my guides yeah. and I know that they're yeah. always with me. And sometimes you just wish that you could just have them back. You know what I mean? Like no. I'm sure with your dad, you're like, I just wish you could just like, just give me like an hour to, to give you a hug and I don't remember what you look like and I don't remember what you smell like and I you know mm. these things are such a gift to have have someone tell you and give you like validation and evidence that they're really still there they're just in a different form yes like, what a gift that is like people who are listening who want to be a medium it's so it's so I can't even there's not even a word that describes it you know no. what I mean give a word I have no words <laughs> I don't, I don't. It, it's so and people ask me all the time. And actually my, my youngest daughter asked me last night, um, how do you see them? Like, do you see them? Like, how do you see them? Yeah. And, and it's such a hard question. Like I, I normally see spirit in my mind's eye, but I have actually seen spirit in the you know, in all different forms, like the spirit form, where it's just this white outline shadow, or, you know, I could just see them as if they're standing in front of me, or I could just like your grandparents, I could see them in my mind's eye. Yes. If that makes sense. Yeah, of course it is. Well, to me anyways, but people will listening, maybe not, but I like to describe it as like a movie screen on the inside of your forehead. And yeah. You're seeing it through your brain or you're like it's kind of it is hard to explain you're you know, right a movie if you do it a movie is is, is the right way hmm. um whenever i actually see them in real like like not in my mind not the movie kind of way it's like oh shit it, it's usually a serious yeah it's a big deal yeah yeah usually for me it's the stronger spirit who i can see as a silhouette on a wall kind of thing 
And I, I also have seen spirit. I'll tell you a funny story. I don't think I've told on the podcast yet. As I as a learning medium a couple of years ago, I was like, okay, I really want to hear because I'm clairaudient, which means I, I hear in my head the mm -hmm. song, the words, whatever, the talking, the names. And I said, okay, I would love to hear a physical voice of spirit. Just like, let me know that you're actually there. You know what I mean? And of course, when you ask for something, you get it. <laughs> the spirit world, careful what you ask for. So I was Sorry. at the grocery store pushing the cart in the parking lot on, to the, to, on the way to my car. And I heard, not this grandma, but my other grandma, my maternal grandma go, Jennifer. And I like, oh my God, like in her tone and the way she would say it. And I freaked out and I like, I don't want to hear anymore. I don't want to hear anymore. I don't want to hear more. And so I like put the cart away. I jumped in my car and drove away. I'm like, okay, I don't want to hear anymore. So it's good that you hear it in your head. It's not, you know, and maybe someone who's listening, like, how do you know the difference between your voice and their voice? So. Yes. Yeah. What's um, the difference? I, I asked myself that too. I, before I became be, like, I was practicing medium. That's all I ever heard. Always, always is voices, voices, people calling my name, um, random conversations, people giving like spirits, giving me different names and it's like what is going on? you you actually think you're crazy yes. you do so you, you know yeah and most and most mediums and psychics and most that i know all suffered some sort of depression mm -hmm. because it's it's that stage where you don't know what the hell's going on with you and you do think you're crazy and like me i couldn't go out in public yeah. so naturally that's going to cause some sort of depression mm -hmm. so it was uh great to clear all that up and understand that you're not actually crazy and these voices actually aren't just voices in your head that you need medication for i'm gonna say like bipolar so i'm gonna be diagnosed with bipolar adhd you know i'm not saying that these are not valid things they are <laughs> they're very serious and to obviously go get that checked out with a doctor and but like I I know for I know to be true that our brains have to be wired a little bit differently and a lot of psychic mediums do suffer from depression in the beginning because right. they do it's so overwhelming like the energy and the sensitivity in your field and your body like it affects your body yeah like, oh, thing, attack, like I would like to be hooked up to a machine as I'm doing a rating and have them measure scientifically or, or medically or whatever to to see what happens to our body to my body when I'm doing this what's happening to my brain, what's happening to my heart, because these feelings are real. They're not, you know, they're not, I call them phantom pains because they're not actually physically happening to us. But sometimes we don't know the difference when we're first learning if this is we're having our attack or if there's spirit around. So now I had to learn through the process too. Is this me or is this a spirit or is it a crowd? Is it someone in the crowd? So there's like, again, with these 20 year olds saying I'm a medium, I'm like, oh my God, like I cringe every time because I'm like, you guys have no idea what like is is about to happen to you i do sort of like a, a in the morning before i even get out of bed i protect myself i bubble myself in white light but i do also kind of like a scan like okay i'm feeling fine i don't have aches and pains i don't have a headache i'm all hey. good <laughs> i bubbled myself i'm good i'm ready to go yeah. so if i suddenly like yesterday before i did my live it's like I have a terrible pain across the middle of my back. It's like, okay, I know that's a spirit yes. that's going to step in tonight for, to give a message, or I suddenly have a terrible headache, mm -hmm. but this came with years of learning. 
years of learning this. It, it does take years and people are like, oh, here's one class and I'm a medium. No, no, <laughs> I did that. No, I'll be completely true. I did that. I thought I was like the know all be all. I took a class. I'm ready to go. I'm going to do events. And that, you know, there's one medium who like attacked me or, or just said, what are you doing? But I wish I had listened to her, but I didn't because I'm stubborn. You know, I'm, I'm me. Okay. You know, you don't want to just go straight out of the gate. One class and out. You have it takes years. Like the mediums that I study under sometimes are like thirty years experience, and they've been doing it for a long time, so they know their stuff. You know, right. I believe that. I mean, I don't take classes all the time, like constantly after the other, but I do. When one calls to me, I will take it because right. I want to keep developing. I want to get better. I want to get stronger. I want to get. You know, it's not even just for my own ego self. It's like I just want to keep doing this because this is amazing. Well, there's always so much to learn. And I always say, if I, if I learned one thing out of this whole course, then, then I've walked away with something. Um, but no, even being born a medium, like mm -hmm. I, I always seen spirit lucky, but I still <laughs> feel like, you know, I I've calmed down on taking classes now, but, um, I'm sure in the new year, I'll find something that's calling me. Well, maybe spirit school or something that starts in January. I don't know. This thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, and even the, well, yeah, because there's a lot in that spirit school that I know nothing of astrology, mm -hmm. nothing. I know nothing about that, but yet I'm very, and I get these questions all the time. I'm really, it's like, oh yeah, that's it. A full moon's coming. Oh, <laughs> an eclipse is coming. That's why I'm feeling like this. And people are always messaging me and saying, you know, what's going on with the stars? Because, you know, do I look like an astrologer? Do you? And I can't give that <laughs> advice because I don't know. I'm we doing everything. You're feeling. Yeah, we don't know everything. No. We just know what we know at the point that we're at, you know? And and I don't need to be good at everything. No. Um, but yeah, the astrology is fascinating. With, especially with mediums it's fascinating sometimes they go yeah. hand in hand without you knowing like i know maybe not mediumship wise but i know like psychic wise when something's up and then i'll like i'll dm court bravely beautiful yeah. and i'll be like yo what's happening with the planets because i knew at 12 59 today that that she was oh my god that's exactly when it changed over to the taurus moon i'm like i don't know what that means but i just know that something's funky okay so it how it does it can add to like these things can add to your mediumship and like you can always be open to because that's what the spirit world is. The, the more open you are, the better. And the more you don't fear the unknown, the better off you're gonna be. Right. So, or try and resist. And that's that's a big turning point in me in my yeah. career is I stopped resisting. Because I knew I was a medium. I knew I seen spirit. I stuffed it in the closet. I pretended this wasn't happening. Mm -hmm. And so I became physically ill. Yeah. Once I, I surrendered mm -hmm. and said, okay, I'm not going to ignore this anymore. It was a whole new world. Literally. It Literally. <laughs> <laughs> The unknown spirit world and it like obviously we could be like learning forever because how can you learn about the spirit world in like a whole lifetime there's so much that we don't even know that exists out there till we get there right and it's our turn i'll like i'll channel a book to you I'll be like lorraine this is what's happening up here write this down and be a famous author <laughs> yeah. 
Why am I going before you? I don't know. Are we are we the same age? I don't know. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Maybe you're no, supposed to read a book. No. Sometimes spirit tell me psychic things as a joke, and I'm talking to someone in a conversation. I don't even know. So maybe you're supposed to write a book. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. We'll see. Anything is possible. Um, I think if somebody, I, I don't know if it was you or somebody has said that to me before. I can see that for you. Yeah, but just like everything requires discipline, which I lack sometimes, yeah. most of the time. <laughs> like, yeah, you got to sit down. You have to do the work. Kind of like mediumship, you got to sit down. Make the time, do the work, be committed, meditate, and yeah. then have fun. Yeah. yeah having fun I'm is not... the most important thing, I think. If you're not having fun, why are you doing this? That's exactly it. And and yeah, I talk about that all the time. Mm -hmm. About, you know, um I love, I love, love, love what I do. And it and for so many reasons. And and once I stop loving that, then mm -hmm. I, I I won't do it. I can't then it's just work Ugh. and that's why another thing back to boundaries and my work hours um i have to be strict about mm -hmm. because then if not i'm just getting burnt out or i'm getting annoyed that people are constantly dming me for asking me questions and asking me to work for free here on my non-hours right. at midnight on a thursday yeah. Because you would call a dentist at midnight on Thursday. Can you fix my exactly. tooth? How do you? How do I fix my tooth? I don't think you would call a dentist. So yeah, we're so I, it's slowly coming around where it's more acceptable. You know, we're getting stronger in the boundaries, and other people are feeling that energy. And uh, yeah, it's awesome. So what's next for Lorena Butterfly Journey? <sighs> I I don't know, but I I, I feel like it's um. It's going to be a, a wonderful year coming up for me. Yes. Um, busy. More, just more being, standing in my truth, more, more getting out there, um, more sharing my stories because um, there's lots of them. Mm -hmm. And, and I know there, my audience can really relate or um, it, heal from, from my yes. traumas and, in my past and so i don't know i like that i like that you don't know i don't know either what do you and that's you okay know? yeah why do we need to know i know i this know well lots is happening with you um like miss international <laughs> not not officially <laughs> i did though but court was the one who told me that 2020 2022 was going to be the year for me and i hope it's going to be the year for everyone else because we've had a couple of crappy years that yes. you know you know they they were what they were and they are what they are um but i feel like it's starting to turn a little bit of a corner there's still some crazy stuff going on but yeah nothing we can't handle right because we know we have spirit on our side we've got the universe on our side and we're golden so let's tell everyone where they can find you you want to find the uh -huh. wonderful arena i have a web um site the butterfly journey with lorena okay. um i have a facebook book page lorena webb the butterfly journey um instagram butterfly journey with lorraine <laughs> um i like how you switched that there i know <laughs> i guess i should change that um but yeah i'm i'm around i'm on social media all over the place. Um, 
I am doing a, a live little event in my little hometown yes. coming that's up. So that's pretty exciting. That is very exciting. Live events again. Oh my God. I know. Finally. Yeah. Well, they're going to be one-on-ones and yep. in a room, but it's still getting out there. And mm-hmm. I haven't done a in-person reading in probably two years. Yep. Yeah. It's just a different energy sometimes when you're it is it is but i i'm not minding the remote no i'm okay with online too i told someone the other day it's a client thing if you want in person and you think it's different it's not that's a client that's a client perspective for us it works exactly the same exactly i don't need you to come to beaverton and record the podcast it works just great as if you're right in the closet here (laughs) talking to me it's all good so well Yeah, it is. You're right. Thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast, my first medium. And I love that we are, you know, spirit has brought us together for whatever reason. I feel like it's very easy and flowy and that's the kind of people I'm looking for. So if you want a reading, I highly recommend you go check out Lorena slash Lorraine and go get him, go get a reading from her. You'll not be disappointed as you just witnessed. She poked a little hole in my heart here. And um, I hope that we will see you very soon. Okay. Thanks, Lorena. Thank you for having me. Oh, anytime. Come on back. Okay. I will. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Singing Medium Podcast and stay tuned for the next episode.